Hello and welcome to the Infinite Bliss Podcast. My name's Alana, I'm your host. Today's topic is the cosmic inquiry into relationships. Our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with others, and this is brought about by our beautiful transition into Aries season coming in with that Libra full moon and we'll be finishing up the Aries season with another Libra full moon which is highly unusual so we get to spend this time of the year thinking about all of our new fresh starts for ourselves, and what that means in terms of the relationships that we have with those around us and the relationships that we have within ourselves and within all aspects of ourself to our inner beings. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, We talk about all kinds of spiritual and psychological topics and if you'd like you can check out some of the older episodes. It's not necessary to listen to them in order but it might give you more of a feel for my stream of consciousness and how I like to express myself and arrange my thoughts and some of the ideas that um, pop through as threads and that um, carry us through as continuations from one episode to the next. So if you want to stay hooked up from beginning to end, feel free to go back to the start and listen. And if not, then we're just going to dive right in with our topic of today, the talk that's in hand, and that is relationships, which is such a fascinating subject and something that we all get um, more or less obsessed about at specific points of our lives. And I think now is the perfect time to take a look into relationships and what that means to us, what our value systems are around relationships and how to consciously create beautiful, meaningful and lasting relationships. This year, the year of 2019, and maybe you'll be listening a little bit into the future, but the year that I am recording this in 2019, I find is very strongly allied to thinking about, looking at and realizing our full potential in relationships who are the people that we hold close who are those people that we allow into our lives that we allow to be in our space and that we share our thoughts and our energies and our most intimate connections with I think a lot of us can live and die by our relationships this year. I think it's very vitally important to begin to connect with people that make us or that allow us to be the best version of ourselves. And I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's those people that when you're around them, they make you feel sparkly, they make you feel shiny and they make you feel seen, understood, heard accepted and loved for who you are rather than for anything that you're trying to be or um, trying to shape you into any kind of a mold and this can start 
with our relationships with our family members and I know for sure that our families always push our buttons. Um, parents, siblings, even further out family members can all act as um, pretty close and present triggers and I think in a way if we can accept that as something beautiful and something positive and powerful for our growth then that's the best way we can kind of benefit from family relationships and they're not always difficult sometimes they're very easy they're very fluid they're very supportive and family is really the units and the people most of the time that are there for you no matter what and come thick or thin they're always there and basically you're stuck with them and for some of us this may not be blood and bone relatives this may be our very very close whanau our very very close friends that we consider to be family our close um, allies in this lifetime or it may be that you are living communally or you have very close neighbors or a very close community around you and you think of them as your extended family and that can be true too. Either way relationships are something that we are joyously going to be shining the light on especially starting this month and going forward into the year ahead. I really feel that this is such a strong time for soul connections. This is such a strong time to meet new people that are the people that will stay with you for a long time or the people that you've been wanting and hoping that you'll be that you'll meet and the, the people that you've been waiting to come into your life for a long time. I think now is the time that a lot of beautiful souls can find each other and so keep your eyes wide open and keep your arms wide open and keep your doors wide open for these beautiful new souls to come in may not be coming in an expected form and so just stay open you never know when you'll meet the new love of your life or your new best friend I always like to keep an eye to the skies and the astrological goings-on to inform kind of my views on timelines and on energies that may or may not be coming up and that helps me to really plug into what I'm feeling versus what um, I'm feeling from the collective so it helps me distinguish what's personal versus what is collective and what we may all be going through versus what's just my stuff so the astrology keeps me personally grounded in the collective understanding of what's going on and a lot of the astrology of this year to me is pointing at a whole lot of new cycles and when I say this year I'm talking about the year starting with the equinox on March 21st which we have just gone through and so that's the beginning of the astrological new year the beginning of the zodiac um, because it's the beginning of Aries season and Aries is the very first sign of the zodiac it's the sign of the self it's the sign of the body it's the cardinal fire sign it's the sign of new beginnings it's the sign of of lighting the match 
and seeing what becomes illuminated. And the full moons that are both going to be in Libra are in the opposing sign, so the sign across the way from the zodiac. And Aries and Libra act in opposition and they act as a partnership as well. So this year is starting off with the theme of self and other, self in relationship and what relationships really mean to me. So first and foremost, we have our relationship to ourself and a lot of the time this relationship is not first nor is it foremost in our mind and we push our relationship with ourself somehow down the line and I wanted to bring into the space that a lot of the time we remember that relationships don't take care of themselves they take work and they take effort and um, they take communication and nurturing and nourishment so it's the same with your relationship to yourself if you neglect your relationship to yourself it won't necessarily carry on in the same strength as it could do if you were nurturing your relationship with yourself and really how you interact with all other people stems from that place of where you interact with yourself how you speak with yourself how you value yourself how you love yourself all of these things as corny as they may seem are so vitally important for having healthy relationships out there in the world with other people if you know where you stand with yourself then it leaves you so much more empowered to draw the line and create healthy boundaries with other people. If you are valuing yourself, then you'll be valuing other people. And if you love yourself, it gives you all the more impetus, understanding and um, energy to share with other people and to be able to love outwardly as well as inwardly. And the thing with loving yourself and pouring into your own cup is that you get to this place and this stage where you feel so full and so vibrant that suddenly relationships with others are actually fulfilling and they're more vibrant and they don't take anything from you. So you start to feel fulfilled and satisfied being around other people rather than feeling drained or feeling like you've given too much of yourself because if you're always replenishing and refilling and refueling yourself then there will always be plenty more to share with others there will always be an overflowing of the cup an overflowing of joy and of happiness and just of energy and availability to be able to be there for other people if you already feel a little depleted in your relationship to yourself then now might be the perfect time to look at ways that you can nurture yourself ways that you can love yourself and ways that you can think about filling up your cup and it's vitally important to remember that it's it's selfish with a capital s it's selfish in an important way it's selfish in a way that 
centers you in yourself and puts yourself first because you realize that everyone else is inherent within you and by looking to yourself first and by nurturing yourself first that's the only way that you will be able to show up and serve others the only way that you will be able to give to others another thing is that it's we don't nurture ourselves just to be able to give to others there is merit in giving to yourself for the sake of giving to yourself and for the sake of reminding you that you are worth you're worth it you're worth receiving you are worth time you are worth effort and you're worth energy and if you are worth your own time and energy then you will attract the people to you who also see that in you they also see you as worthy and they also want to pour their time and their energy and their love into you as well so the more that we create space and energy inside ourselves and cultivate that beautiful relationship with ourselves firstly the more beautifully that we shine and therefore the more um, effective we can be in attracting people to us and also the more that we have to give to others and also the more likely that we are to create relationships from a more conscious and loving place rather than from a place of of lack or of something being missing or looking outside of yourself to fill a need or a desire or to fill a space that really only we can fill for ourselves and that is such a key thing to learn in this year if you learn nothing else learn in this year how to give to yourself first how to put on your own oxygen mask first and how to negotiate your um, mind fog around that because a lot of us have been cultured into thinking that the self comes last and that we should be selfless and the only really truly way to be selfless is to transcend the self and honestly that takes a lot of work and that takes going through the stages of being incredibly selfish first realizing the self accepting the self working through all of the stuff that surrounds the self and that may take several lifetimes and then slowly slowly over time you begin to outgrow the self and that is when you can begin to become selfless but trying to jump right to that selfless point without even realizing what the self is there's no you have no chance of that there's no way to be selfless until you've realized what it's like to be full of the self, to be fully in the self and to be fully self-realized. And so if anybody out there has reached that stage of self-realization, beautiful, you will effortlessly already have flown and flowed into that state of being in that selfless state and being beyond the constraints of the self. But as far as I'm concerned as a human living in the world and from what I've seen, attempting to be selfless is, um, it's almost counterintuitive, it's counterproductive because you have to go through all of the stages before the selfless stage and we can't run before we can walk. So it's having the humility to be where we are, 
where we are now and accepting that, yes, I have an ego, I have a sense of I, I have a sense of self and with that I'm going to work with that, I'm going to work with my sense of self, I'm going to cultivate my sense of self, I'm going to understand myself and potentially one day I will become selfless or I will transcend the self or transform or transmute the self into something higher or something else but until that stage I'm right here with myself and there's nothing I can do to get rid of myself that was a lot of selves you get what I'm saying work with what you got work with the self and honestly it's such a privilege to have a self it is such a privilege to have a body to be a self to have a relationship with yourself and to be able to interact with other people from that place of really being established in your selfhood and knowing who you are i'm going to beat the drum of meditation here again because i believe it is one of the most powerful ways to get to know yourself um, whatever meditation technique comes up or you are intuitively drawn to I would always trust the the gentle pull of the inner voice the gentle pull of the inner knowing and intuition because it will guide you towards those tools techniques people and places that your personality can understand and that your self can can gel well with and can enjoy it's not the same path for everybody it's a completely individual path for each of us so choose the tool that fits best for you in your life but whatever you're doing do something every day to connect with you make it you time make it a priority and know that it can only benefit your relationships it is not going to take anything away from your relationships if somebody around you is saying well you're taking time to do this for you and why aren't you taking time to do this for me maybe you can gently remind them that while you are having your me time maybe they should be pouring something into their own cup and taking time for themselves as well if we each manage our own happiness if we each manage our own self then nobody will have to worry about managing anybody else and Honestly, that will be a whole lot of energy saved because we're wasting our time when we're trying to manage somebody else. Which leads me on to the idea of conscious relationships and the more in tune that you can be with you, you, just the more in tune you can be with you, the more space that you allow for really, truly connecting with somebody else and where they're at and who they are and allow that without trying to change them without trying to manipulate or convince or improve but just allowing them to be exactly as they are and allowing them the freedom to be there in whatever state of being that they're at in whatever state of evolution of consciousness that they're at and not making their state of being a state that our state of being relies upon 
So if somebody else is in a bad mood, it doesn't mean that we have to take that on and suddenly be in a bad mood and then blame them for us being in a bad mood. It's having the responsibility to be 100% in in control, in consciousness and in awareness around where you stand and allowing them to be exactly where they are without trying to change it or adjust it in any way. And I think that's really the basis for beautiful relationships and why oftentimes a lot of friendships can last longer than relationships because friendships have that beautiful open quality where you just allow the person to be as they are. If they have a certain hobby, then that's great. It doesn't affect you one way or the other. You don't say, oh, you like tennis. Why don't you spend more time playing music? Or why don't you spend more time doing this or that or the other? Whereas if it was a family member or a partner, we might feel that we should have more of a say in what interests them or how they spend their time or the attitudes that they take towards certain ideas or decisions. And of course there will be a lot of compatibility and communication and navigation and compromise that goes on in closer relationships that may not necessarily need to take place in friendships. But if we can bring some of that lightness, some of that openness and some of that understanding and acceptance from our long-standing friendships into our even closer relationships I think honestly I think beautiful things can blossom and unfold from that there is a freedom when somebody allows you to be truly yourself and when you know that you can spend time with somebody without there being any expectations on you to act or think or behave in a certain way or when neither of you are expecting the other to fulfill any of your needs or to be something in order for you to feel a certain way so your happiness is not dependent on how they are or who they are or how they think you are totally and 100% responsible for your own levels of happiness and satisfaction and therefore they have nothing to do with it so they're free from the responsibility and that gives a lot of openness and it leaves space for a lot more appreciation of each other rather than expectation. A good question to ask if you find yourself getting a bit lost in relationships or getting upset with their behavior or um, their attitudes or their ideas is why is this upsetting me? How is this affecting me? Or is this affecting me? And why do I believe that their behavior is a personal reflection? Am I relying on them to act a certain way in order for me to be happy? Because as soon as we do that, we're handing our power away to someone else and to um, an external locus of authority, basically. 
we don't have the if we allow somebody else to be in charge of our happiness then we'll never feel secure in our happiness because we'll always be looking outside for for that approval or for that encouragement or for that certain state of events and anything that's outside of yourself is really uncontrollable so we can only ever manage ourselves. it's only really ever coming down to our relationship with ourself how secure we are within ourself and from that all other relationships flow allow yourself to love and be loved allow yourself to appreciate and be appreciated allow yourself to give and to receive always keep an open hand keep an open heart and keep an open mind and i think that this year is going to bring great things i have a strong feeling that many soulmate connections are coming together i have a very strong feeling that tribes are associating and that friendships are forming and alliances are forming businesses are forming partnerships and it feels that there is a shift into friendship and a shift into unity and a shift into community in a way that maybe hasn't been seen in the last few years so i'm very excited to see what this year brings and while you have your open door policy i think it's equally as important for you to allow space for people to leave your life if they need to leave and not to hold anybody with chains and not to hold anybody tightly to you or not to hold anybody really at all no matter how close your relationships are people don't stay because you're holding on to them they stay because they want to and likewise they'll leave when they're ready and if they're ready so no matter how tightly or how loosely you're holding on to someone they will stay or go depending on their own ideas their own behaviors and their own needs and wants so really allow the door to be open for everybody to enter who needs to be in your life and have the trust that if you leave the door open that that people deserve the freedom to be able to walk out of that door and to leave and that doesn't mean that they'll be gone forever they may come back through the open door but it is so important to allow the freedom for that going and coming for that for that space to expand and contract it's like the inhalation and the exhalation we cannot hold our breath indefinitely it must flow it must come in and out so keep that in mind as you go through the year allow the beauty of whatever present moment is happening and trust and know that everything is working out in divine timing and that we can let go of a little bit of the reins we can let go of a little bit of the control because it's all being managed by something that is infinitely more intelligent <laughs> more aware and more conscious than we can possibly be in our individual self even if we know or we think we know what the right thing is who the right person is what the right timing is what the trajectory of the life is when we're getting married when we're having the kids there is ultimately 
a grander scheme going on and it's not just all about us at the end of the day. So vitally important to have that beautiful relationship with the self. Very important to keep your door open and allow people to come in with love and allow them to leave with love as well. I think I'll leave it there for this week. I'm really excited to see what yummy new relationships come popping in for all of us and how we can deepen and widen and broaden our friendships that we have already created, our relationships that we already have established and how we can start to bring a little bit more compassion, forgiveness and just appreciation for everyone that comes into our life, no matter how briefly or how permanently they're going to stay around for. I will see you very shortly in my next podcast and until then please leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube and let me know if you'd like me to talk about any other topics or questions that you may have in your mind and in the meantime I will be on Instagram at infinite bliss yogini feel free to follow me on there and see what I'm up to you can see some beautiful scenes and sights in New Zealand it's coming into my favorite season of autumn and that's all for this week I'll chat with you next time ciao